I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. What's cool about this week is is I can do last time on under the guise of science because because uh, we because we were about to get into binary stars and I wanted to talk about that so we'll definitely get into that today but first I went to a uh, I was having like I was I lose my voice a lot as you know you've you've drank around me. Yep. A lot of times, you know, it, it goes far and away quickly, but I've been losing it super easy as of late. So what I, um, I went to a, an ENT who sent me to a language and swallowing disorders, which there's jokes right there, ready to attack me. Uh, but it's a, a doctor. It's, it's kind of like a, a vocal coach. That's a doctor for lack of a better word to just... Okay. And I would just like you, I would like to read you the, li- the list of 17 things. I will sum up some of them because some of them are long-winded. Uh, First of all, before you do, I'm picturing okay. this, this is a musical. You walk in and it's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> what seems to be the problem with your voice? <laughs> it seems I've been just making too much noise. <laughs> Right. That's very good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to attempt to sing anything. So, <laughs> oh, all right. Well, quick sidebar. Since I'm singing already, um, the other night uh, I saw Phantom of the Opera for the first time. Uh, it should be obvious because it's in the name, but didn't know they were going to be leaning so hard on the opera. <laughs> it was, it was, I was expecting so a much. much more phantom. <laughs> yeah, right. I was expecting a more phantom heavy musical and this is way more opera. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh we uh I think one of the good things about it is that you you can see in let's say the hundred in 50 years or so since that's supposed to be taking place, I don't know, somewhere in there, late 1800s, mm. um, there's conditions in the workplace have gotten so much better. Yeah. Like in general. We have soap now. Yeah, we have soap. Yeah. <laughs> We're allowed to go home. Yeah. <laughs> they pay us enough to have a home to go to. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Um, but sleep there, in the basement, the boss's basement, <laughs> eating the rats. <laughs> Ooh, this one comes with a meal program. I like this place. <laughs> but so, like one of the one of the things they do early on is like the phantoms just knocking shit off the catwalks, like just while people are doing stuff. And number one, that you can just. 
just hire somebody to be on the catwalk. Just have somebody on catwalk security. You're taking away the whole, all his powers to drop shit on people's heads yeah. <laughs> by just having somebody up there. And B, make sure he's not drunk at work because that was still super prevalent. Right <laughs> at the time, just you just got to be shit faced at work because life ended at forty, so you might as well go hard or go home. Yeah, you, like it was better to drink wine because water was fifty fifty on whether or not your insides would come out. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's, there's no wine malaria breaks out. Yeah. Or, or what else comes? Diphtheria is that coming water? Dysentery. Dysentery. What, that, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. What's diphtheria? I don't know. I've heard of it, but. <laughs> all right yeah. well we'll we'll follow up with that one next yeah week. <laughs> that's the cliffhanger for next episode <laughs> next episode is going to be a big diphtheria episode <laughs> <laughs> um and let's see what else oh big 17... biggest thing at all oh sorry go on that the uh, uh phantom of the opera is you no longer can kidnap someone to hold them against their will because they don't like you at work. So, yeah, they're sure. There's still a long way to go with sexual harassment at work. Right. However, I mean, almost nobody's getting kept in a basement at work anymore. <laughs> almost. Yeah, almost. It's, it's, not, it's not totally gone. I don't want to ever speak in absolutes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, that, that's, other than that, it's yeah. fun. Yeah, they didn't have an HR department that you can go complain to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy keeps kidnapping me. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, what do you want me to do about it? I own the theater, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> now go home. I got somebody tied up in the basement that I got to take care of. Sorry, before I cut, I cut you off, but yeah, you listed 17 things at the, the doctor's office. Right? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here they are. Tips for avoiding vocal abuse. <clears throat> just anytime you you notice one that I do all the time, just, yeah. <laughs> well, you'll laugh because. Chime in. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. Number one, use your voice sparingly. Make fewer phone calls and keep them short. Hmm. as we're pretty much in the middle of an hour plus phone call right right <laughs> <laughs> when you speak use moderate volume never raise your voice avoid <laughs> shouting or calling someone at a distance <laughs> check <laughs> yeah. i have a microphone in front of me and i will be shouting at some point uh, never use your voice to compete with loud background noises such as running water traffic music or tv I think you do that just for the spirit of competition. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you going to get better? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's like it's like running laps with a with a weight vest on. It's like you gotta <laughs> you gotta train hard if you want to win. <laughs> this one's my absolute favorite because it's pretty much just saying, "Don't be friends with my friends anymore." Group conversations can often produce a strain on the vocal mechanism. Try to arrange things so you can hold a face-to-face -face conversation with just one person at a time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the not. whole stand in the circle and yell the joke the loudest, that's how it gets through. <laughs> yeah, like, stand in a circle, scream over each other until somebody screams something loud enough that everyone can hear and we all laugh at. Right. <laughs> This list is backwards so far. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, 
This one's great. Attend sporting events only, and that is underlined and emboldened, if you can control your vocal enthusiasm. Hmm. I thought it was going to say only if it's golf. <laughs> That's true. You're not allowed to do any of that there. Yeah. You just... just right. Just only sad. go to... Just change number five to only go to the to the golf shit. <laughs> right, what is it? A golf game or match or match i think it might be a match i only know that from video games okay um speaking of which i also know this from a video game a golf video game there's a and this ties in because this is the one golf thing you shouldn't go to there's one in arizona surprise surprise where everybody just screams the whole time (laughs) like it's a huge party and like when they're coming down like that main like on the 18th hole i think it is and there's like just the full stands Mm-hmm. Anytime anybody hits it, it's like somebody hit a home run. Like it's just the happy madness. Gilmore style. Like yeah, yeah pretty much. Has <laughs> <laughs> beach ball beach balls going around. That's where we're up. Oh, what's his face? Um, Jack Nicholas is that his name? That's he probably loves that place then. Oh okay. wait. Oh, uh, he, the the drunk cigar smoking. Oh, John Daly. Loving, <laughs> oh yeah, John Jack Daly, Nichols is yeah, the good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Jack Nicholson clearly cared about his health at all at some point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's fix that in post. All right. <laughs> uh singing should be avoided because it can strain the vocal cords. Mm. So no no going to shows. <laughs> the opening of this. Yeah, no more right. jingles. <laughs> yeah. Already ruined that. Uh, avoid smoke-filled rooms where loud conversations and alcohol are present. I mean, every smoke-filled room is large, uh, loud conversations and alcohol present. I guess the only good thing is, you know, more smoking in bars, but like, I don't know, the High on Fire show was... (laughs) 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 Messed with all of those right there. Uh... This is great. Avoid straining your vocal cords by refraining from activities such as lifting, pushing, and pulling heavy weights. So no, uh, no, no grunting. Like yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that gym? Uh, a Planet Fitness where they don't let you yell. Like so, that's the only place you can go work out. But there is a part B to this one. Constipation can also strain the vocal cords. <laughs> And should be controlled with stool softener. You know, in my head, I made that joke, but I was like, no, you don't say that because it's we already did the whole Uranus thing for a while. It's we have to act grown up somewhat, but and there it is. And the doctor's I mean, saying, like, don't, don't, poop, rule number eight, don't poop too hard. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be enough people doing, enough people sitting on the ball just going, <laughs> that that it uh <laughs> that they warranted them putting putting it in print <laughs> and making copies of it because right. it's <laughs> I, I hopefully they didn't did you lift anything did you yeah. I swear i didn't lift anything <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i know what happened they had to make an addendum to that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you lift anything? Uh, yeah, but it was only the left cheek off the bowl. All right. <laughs> uh, number nine. 
clear your throat gently, then swallow, rather than using a violent rasping sound, which may injure your vocal cords. Try right. to be conscious of habitual, violent, incorrect throat clearing and chronic coughing. I mean, if it's a chronic cough, there's nothing you can do about it for right, the most yeah. part, right? <laughs> Try to what is it? Try to be conscious of it. I, I bet someone who has tuberculosis is very conscious of their chronic cough <laughs> as they hold right. a bloody rag to their mouth and <laughs> keep it keep it all in there. Uh, laryngitis requires voice rest with minimal talking. Avoid whispering in a harsh manner, as it may place an even <laughs> even greater strain on your voice than does regular talking. Hey, you son of a bitch! <laughs> 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 I'm a harsh <laughs> you are a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit, and you'll die a piece of shit. <laughs> so, no library fights. That's what that's yeah. saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I like that one. Apparently, <laughs> if central heating dries out the air in your home, have a furnace humidifier, or keep your sleeping area moisturized with with a, a cool or warm. Warm mist vaporizer or humidifier. That one's really not that fun. It's just kind of a fact. It's uh, not bad advice. Yeah. Uh, avoid excessive use of chewing gum as it may parch your throat. Mm. Uh, fruit flavored gums and not chewed for too long, he recommended, to which I should have fired back with. So then I guess fruit stripe gum is okay. Mm. <laughs> It's over before you start chewing it. Uh, avoid harmful inhalants such as smoke, dust, chemical, sprays, etc. Again, another obvious one. So no Try smoke to... and dust. No smoke and dust. I uh, <laughs> this list no is bullshit. PCP. Yeah. yeah <laughs> smoke, dust, chemical. It says in a row. And it's like, All right. <laughs> See, punctuation That's all helps. I saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, experiment with reducing consumption of milk, cheese, ice cream, and eggs, which just automatically <laughs> reminded me of the uh, Brian Regan. I was walking out of the doctor's office and he ye yells out, he's like, oh, by the way, lay off dairy. <laughs> it's like, Hold but on. I like that it's <laughs> experiment with lessening. What does that mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> try one less cheese slice, but tomorrow, what if can, eh. what do we what, experiment with? <laughs> Oh, you you caught me. I'm I'm experimenting. Yeah, today's my control day. Yeah, so I'm eating a ton of ice cream. Uh, avoid items such as chocolate, caffeine, mint, and alcohol. Uh, I do want to say that this purple cup right here has uh, some Jameson in it with a splash of coffee from earlier today. So over two. <laughs> Throw in what was it like a York pe peppermint patty and mix it around? Ooh, yeah, or that mint. Uh, like I, I think there's like mint horchata or something like that. That probably Ooh, be pretty oh, nice yeah, in an there. actual something that you actually can put in there instead of my stupid idea. That's <laughs> oh, a splash of that and a splash of the um, um oh, what's the that? Bailey's Giardelli Giardelli ah, chocolate okay. liqueur. There yeah. you go. All four in one drink. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck my voice. <laughs> yeah. uh, this one was one of my favorites. Tension and anxiety are particularly harmful to the vocal mechanism. Uh, 
Emotional problems, regardless of their source, should be faced up to and resolved as quickly as possible, <laughs> and if necessary, with professional help. Like, this was written by, like, a dude in the 40s. <laughs> or a guy who's raised in the hurts? 40s. <laughs> trying to hurts. get his Be a man. Story. Yeah. <laughs> Step well, up, be a man, or go to, go to therapy. <laughs> If necessary. It's not always yeah. necessary. <laughs> but emotional problems, regardless of their source. I don't care <laughs> if you're not happy with the way you look in the mirror or both of your parents died in a horrendous <laughs> car accident. <laughs> Fucking get it together. Face up to it. And resolve it as quickly as possible. Right. <laughs> both of your parents got shot in front of you in an, in an alley. I don't care. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> don't become Batman. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, sixteen B. It says it right there. Do not become Batman. <laughs> that because if you voice. do, yeah, because then you have to talk like this all the time, <laughs> and that's horrible for your vocal. That is voice. atrocious for your voice. <laughs> the one line from that that I never get an opportunity to use in conversation. But is the uh, is the where are they? I think it's from the third one. I don't remember, but I loved it. <laughs> yes, Bane comes up in way better places to use in conversation. He's probably better better for your vocal cords too. Uh, yeah. Let's see what what line can I use here? Yeah, fecundity and deception. Tools for the uninitiated, but we are initiated, aren't we, Bruce? <laughs> that only comes up when I'm talking to someone named Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> to which he responds with, "Okay, oh, get fucking nice. How's that?" <laughs> yeah, right. There's <laughs> only one Bruce we know, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I should have, yeah. I didn't know you could do that, but yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> oh, the van, yeah, it's it's nonstop. Any, anytime there is a wrapping paper tube or a paper <laughs> towel tube or a toilet paper tube, just to complete the joke. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Some cardboard tube. Yeah, it's just nonstop. There's, there's one in almost every room in the house, just in case I want to be ready. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are it. So I've already broken most of these. I could turn on yeah. hockey real quick and start yelling at that and then wrap well, that make one up. Your, make your four drink of four bad things and go to a smoky room and yell. <laughs> <laughs> go go to a bar in the 50s and watch Sporting <laughs> Again events on a 10-inch on a screen TV in the upper corner. <laughs> uh <laughs> All right. Well, all right. So we've, uh, I hope I picked the right transition here. This one, we're now ready to move on to the science portion. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> you got sound effects. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Do we want to, you want to yeah. start with binary stars or did you have a different order going on? What do you think? No, we can, yeah, let's, we can continue with binary stars. Just kind of, I mean, Real quick, we I, I guess we covered how stars are created and everything like that. So it's really nothing different with binary stars. It's just that f for different reasons, um, 
they they were just the, all the dust clumps into two. So that that's kind of what it boils down to. So it's basically the same thing happens, but it's just over their lifespan they start to get a little more interesting and and it's a little uh, you know cooler, I guess, for uh, lack of a better term. But right. so once they they form, they orbit around each other. Um, the gravitation, you know, the gravity pull from both of them is pretty strong. So the center of mass is somewhere between the two of them. They they circ- circle around that. Um, over time, as they start to, uh, you know, cook their, like how we talked about how a star dies, eventually the, the shell grows. Mm. The binary stars, they're not going to be exactly the same size. One is probably going to be a little bit bigger than the other. So it's going to burn a little faster. It's just, you know, they, they don't add up that way. When it does, the envelope from the star as it expands actually crosses over into the gravitational field of the uh, the other star. So it actually it, it starts to leak some material from one star to another. Um, okay. Eventually, it gets to a, a point where. It, it kind of, uh, there's two supernovas that happen in, in, in this relationship. One, when enough stuff gets over to the one, it blows up. It, you know, sends stuff flying everywhere. Kind of the, the stuff around the smaller one now, or, or the one that was smaller is now bigger. The white dwarf or whatever, maybe a neutron star is left from the other one. Now that has more mass. It starts to suck mass or, or you know hydrogen usually stuff from the other star the other way and then you get like a reignition and then that blows up again so like the two stars keep exchanging material getting bigger two, blowing up and they keep sucking each other off is it I mean, <laughs> <laughs> two stars sucked each other off <laughs> and exploded into a supernova <laughs> yeah <laughs> not, not wrong with that stars experiment yeah right a couple a couple of consenting stars <laughs> yeah just <laughs> every one of those stars is over 18 they can make their own decisions right. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the cases where because if, if you got two big binary stars and they're they're pulling the materials off each other and you get multiple supernovas or two supernovas that's how you get two neutron stars then that orbit each other and eventually crash into each other and get a third supernova. So binary stars, they're very violent, um, but they, there's a ton of them out there. Uh, like it, It's not an uncommon thing. It's actually probably, I don't know, almost 50-50 that the, the star could form by itself or form uh, as a binary. Do they ever... <laughs> it's we the scientists and they the universe. Do they? Right. <laughs> hey, they ever come out with a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, a, a, a trinary star? Is that, if that's probably not yes. the right name? Or a, no, like, or a, like, yeah, like a, yeah, I guess a, a trinary star system, but yeah, just a, a star system with three stars. It happens. Those, uh, that, sometimes that'll happen because uh, when stars form, if the binary stars, if there's some kind of other gravitational effect, or sometimes when, when galaxies collide, like all of that gravitation is crazy, and it it'll send some stars flying out. You actually get what's called rogue stars that aren't orbiting at anything. They're not orbiting any kind of center of a, a galaxy, and that they get flung out. So there's cases where binary stars might grab one of those, and then there'll be a, a complex, you know, uh, triple gravitational orbit. Uh, yeah, like how would, how would that 
rotate like uh well well how would uh not, oh yeah, that that would not uh, easily yeah it's all yeah. It, it's not nice is it possible is it well, is there like one that's like significantly more massive than the other two and it, like it almost looks like a, a regular star and planets like could there I guess it can a- be mm-hmm yeah, I wouldn't say never or, you know, they're definitely, it's probably more rare for them to be the exact same size. Usually one is going to be a little bit bigger than the other just because of how shit works out. But yeah, sure, there can be cases where one is, is significantly bigger than another. Or uh, there's there may be even the cases where three formed at the same time, but because the gravitational or the the orbit with three isn't nice, usually one of those will get kicked out, and it'll end up being uh, just a binary star. And then we got again rogue stars flying around. Uh, speaking of stars forming, this well, we can touch on that. So every time I ever saw that picture, or they they have much better pictures of it now, but even on the older pictures. Uh, like it's in like the Crab Nebula, I think, where it's the it's supposed to be like the pillars of civilization, pillars of creation, creation. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So the age I was when I saw that, like, it because everything is so much time to wrap your head around that, like in my head it was like, oh, okay, the stars are forming there, and then they're kind of like slowly like moving out of there, like. (laughs) <laughs> like some, like a, I don't know, like a, like a live shark birth where it's just like a bunch of little things, and then like, all right, cool, one swims out, sw- right. swims out to out of the nest, go be a star somewhere. But it's it's actually just it's just a huge, vast pile of space dust and shit that eventually yeah. does all that spinning around and slamming into each other and. It'll start to clump. Yep. Yeah. And and what's really cool is however far that is, because it, it's not like close. I mean, the the closest star I think is four light years away. So I mean, the light from that star by the time we see it is four years old. That could have died four years ago, and we wouldn't know. Right. So the same thing with those clouds. However far the the nebulas, however far away they are, they may not look like that anymore. We're we're taking pictures of the past basically the further you go the further back in time you're actually looking because the light is taking however long to travel and that's actually uh, that that this isn't related to anything that we were going to talk about but this is a cool point if somehow you were on the opposite side of the galaxy from us mm-hmm. and you had a telescope like let's say you're 250 million light years away because that's about how how the diameter of the galaxy mm-hmm. so if you're on a, a, near a star over there and somehow have the technology that you can see earth from there and actually see onto earth and see what's there. You would see dinosaurs still at this point, just because the light from 250 million years ago bounced off dinosaurs. And now that's what you're actually seeing because it took that long to get across. (laughs) The the light bounced off dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) It did. Um, so, all, so then the money-making idea is we just need to figure out, uh, how to get across space super quick, like super duper quick, and then invent that technology over there that you can see that far away, and it'll kind of be like, 
when you go to a safari and like they have like or no like when you go to the city and you have like those quarter machines and you put them in and then right. it's just the, that that's how you get to look at dinosaurs alive that would be really <laughs> says, cool. all right everybody line up to the the viewfinder yeah <laughs> look over there it'll be, it'll be another uh it'll be another space quarter please <laughs> yeah we would need i guess a wormhole or something to get over there that quick though yeah but that could be like when when we look up, we don't see any aliens. Who knows? Maybe they came here and they were like, "Ah, lizard planet," and they went on to the next one. They don't care. Yeah. It's like they they got here at the wrong point in time. Yeah, we're, we're chalked up to be in a useless planet of uh, whatever was here. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hey! All right, well we'll get on that invention. Well, yeah. those <laughs> those several inventions. And we might have a good business model, real quick. I would love it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. It'd, it'd be a little pricey to to get. Once we get it off the ground, though, we'll make it back quick. Yeah, so, it's it's going to be a lot of money up front. Yeah, probably like gonna, a few trillion. We're going yeah, to have to overthrow a small out. country. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe this podcast assets. will take off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. It's 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 all just to make money to further uh other plans down the line we have a five yeah. to seven year plan on this so the ultimate goal is to see dinosaurs from across the galaxy <laughs> that's, that's the end goal <laughs> that's on the vision board <laughs> <laughs> it's just a it's just a dinosaur sticker with like a telescope <laughs> and an earth drawn on the far end of it on dry race. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Oh, I had more binary star questions. If we can get back on yes. that one now. Uh, so, uh, was it in any of here? So I did ask about what's the most stars and like, the, is there like a, like a five? <laughs> what is the most stars at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> and <no. laughs> Wait, elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> like, so there's a three star system with Star Wars, right? In okay. uh, New Hope, right? That's the three star system, right? When he's watching the sun's set. Is yeah. Two or three stars? No, I think it, that might actually be two. Two. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's such a fun visual, though. I remember the first time. It's still really fucking cool. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh they got two suns. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Um, it's all desert. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Very now hard. I know what you're saying. Like what? What typically yeah. is four stars? So th is there a max? Uh, one or two is the most common. Three is very uncommon because it's not very stable. And then I think more than that, you're just getting more unstable. I don't. I don't want to say there are no four star star systems, but probably not. It's it, as far as uh, as far as we can tell. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, one or one or two is the most common, and then there might be a couple threes where, you know, the two grabbed one, and didn't let it go. All right. So, well, so not to correct the professor, but I did actually look up or see the answer to those questions while I was. Oh, you did. Well, yeah. There is actually a a five, a seven, and a nine or an eight. Oh well. Jesus! But I, like, how does that even work? I don't know. Like M that, there must have been. It must have been like galaxy collisions where, uh, you know, stars, a binary grabbed another binary, grabbed another binary, something like that. Yeah. And, and also, like, it's 
it's like the the orbits like it has to be like a a Saturn or a Jupiter situation like one of them's just like whatever the biggest one they make is and then the other ones are like moderate to small ones just kind of being pulled around that yeah i'm sure it's not like you know synchronized swimmers going in a circle or something like that i'm sure <laughs> there, there's a lot of chaos with the uh, crossing in between i would be surprised if like 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 i said the stars take the the light takes a long time to get to us i would be i wouldn't be surprised if like at some point in the future we were able to see that some some of those got flung out because that's probably pretty unstable that's pretty cool, though. I didn't know that. Thanks for... Uh... All right. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Thanks uh, for, you know, setting me up like that. But then... <laughs> <laughs> wasn't my intent. Damn it. No. <laughs> now I look like a no. jerk. <laughs> no, but uh, now I learned as well. That's, that's pretty cool. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. Um, uh, so how did they... Did, did scientists... Did we know about... Uh, binary stars prior to being able to see them or can we even see them still like with telescopes yeah i, th I think they're visible with telescopes um they have like because it, it depends on the orientation like as far as whether you're looking at them head on and you can see them like eclipse each other or looking from you know uh, if there might be a little bit higher or behind some other shit uh but I, I'm pretty sure you can see them with, uh, with various telescopes. I don't know if, like, you can look through it and see clearly, oh, wow, there's two stars right there with, like, a, you know, a telescope in your backyard or something like that. But I would imagine with the Hubble and, you know, some of those uh, orbiting telescopes that they can get some, some decent shots. No, that would have to be, like, though, like, if you saw it with a telescope, be like, oh, shit. There's two stars now. There was only one star 17 years ago. Like, like, <laughs> like that's how long that shit probably takes, I don't right? doubt it, yeah. Yep. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. So I texted you about this on the side, but I am interested. Actually, oh, go ahead. That's about a great a... transition. I was going to say, that, oh. like, we could talk about parallax based on that. Sweet. Because... Like I was saying, de depending on your, your point of view and, and uh, how far away the star is and the Earth is, you know, moving around the sun as the sun moves and everything like that. But so there's something called parallax where things that are further away, it or I should say things that are closer, look like they move more as you move versus things that are in, in contrast to things that are farther away. So as we go around the sun, if we're looking at two stars and one is 200, million, 200 light years away and the other is eight light years away, as we go around the sun, that, that 200 light year away one is going to be pretty steady versus the other one. It might have some, some back and forth movement in front of it oh. because of the, uh, the proximity. So that's what that's what a parallax is. It basically, like kind of, kind of measuring that uh, that distance and and using that to be able to figure out how far stars are from us based on that. Oh, congrats on getting through that sentence. That sounded like a rough one. Have like <laughs> how far stars are from us. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a one word at a time went choppy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how far stars are. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so it, it's like, like if you put your finger in front of your face and you do like the Wayne's World camera one, camera two <laughs> thing. That's that's actually exactly it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah. Because yeah. like this, I can see you, and now I can only see me, and now I see you, and now right. I see me. <laughs> Yep, hundred percent. Right. All right, so kids at home, try it out. Hold watch Wayne's up. World. Yeah, watch Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. or yeah, do the parallax. Yeah, too. or the parallax thing. But also <laughs> do both. <laughs> um, so uh, try booze too. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give drinking a whirl, kids. <laughs> <laughs> is it good for your voice? Apparently not. But. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> but what is, you right? Have to talk, you got to talk every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just text more. That's all you got to do, kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how, how do they figure out their distance, though? Like, uh, like, so how do they figure out the distance to the, like... The the closer uh, star versus okay. then the further star. Like, how do they determine the distance of a star from the planet? Uh, math. Next question. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> it gets one of these. <laughs> no, so. <laughs> They they can tell based on the color of the star or, or the the color that the light seems to be mm-hmm. what the star is made up of, um, and like because different elements burn at at uh, or when when they do their various chemical reactions. I'm trying to say this the uh, the correct way because they're not really burning; they're just you know doing whatever they do inside a star as the star fuses the. Uh, the shine from the star is a different wavelength depending on what the star is made up of, what is actually burning and what, what is being emitted. So based on that, they can get a good understanding of what the star is made of and what the, uh, the wavelengths would typically look like. However, as it gets further away, there's more space in between and, and spaces constantly expanding so the light as it moves from one place to another also gets stretched that's something that they call redshift so <laughs> yeah, i know this is getting a little crazy yeah. all right so hold on. How, does, how does light what, get stretched because it's actually moving through a medium like we always think of space as nothing but light is moving through space at the speed of light but as space stretches, like white light is a wave, so mm-hmm. these the wave also is stretched with space. There is uh, something called dark energy, which we can kind of what well, we can. Th- this was kind of the, uh, the the planned, I guess, talk or the things I texted you about. So we can talk about them in a minute. All right. But just I guess, except for now, that uh, space is stretching as things are moving through it or, or expanding. All right. So then it's so not based- like passing through. Uh, like a a red giant's orbit and doing like a stained glass window deal, right? Is <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so I, I mean, long story short, the reason why they call it redshift is visible light being the the spectrum, the rainbow, um, 
the longer wavelengths are on the red side and the shorter ones are on the blue side. So as they get stretched, oh, okay. they you could tell hydrogen is supposed to be this color, but it looks like it moved a tiny bit over towards the red. It shifted a little bit. That's the red shift. Oh, so then wow. they can kind of yeah figure out uh, how big it is, how hot it is, what it's made of, how far it is. And a lot of what you do to, to figure out how far something is is kind of get like a set we know how far this one is and then kind of ladder off to the, okay. So we know if we know this one is, then the next one, like kind of leapfrog from star to star to, to, and then figure out how far things are. Oh shit. It's yeah. Like I said, like I said, math. Yeah. <laughs> you, you rhyme it again too. <laughs> Leapfrogging from star to star to figure out how far they are. Kicking it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Spitting. <laughs> Those rhymes would have killed in 84. Yeah. You would have been destroying yeah. shit. Put that to a boom bat beat. Yeah. yeah. Leapfrog in from star to star. Figure out how about they are. <laughs> yeah. That's like like Jizz's raps now, but 1980 style. Yeah. Yeah. Has he slowed down? Does he need more spread out? He, did, he was... Like he was doing educational science based rap for a little while. Like and, and not like corny children's stuff, like like you know, deep and still doing the wordplay and everything like that. It was it was uh, impressive. I don't think it was you know, this target audience of me pretty much but it was <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> Did you lie to him and send him like a make a wish thing? <laughs> <laughs> You're defrauding a non-for-profit organization. How dare you? <laughs> uh, what the hell yeah. are you saying? Uh, oh. oh, yeah. Can I can I hop into something? Certainly. So please. Yeah. Hop. So talking about talking about redshift. So mm -hmm. this was cool. As scientists figured out that whole redshift thing, there was a, a couple in particular. Um, I think I'm not even going to bother with names. I don't know. He was a French guy. I think he was a priest actually. But he looked up and he wanted to see the other galaxies as far as, you know, th that whole redshift thing goes. He thought that if a galaxy was moving away from us, because everything in space is moving, but mm -hmm. as the galaxy moved away, the shift would be more red as it got stretched. But galaxies moving towards us, the shift would be blue. Kind of like, you know, the Doppler effect? I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, so it's, oh, it's, there it's you like go. a it's like a visual Doppler effect. Yep. Like, yeah, it's oh, a Doppler effect with light. Because that's that's the way the Doppler effect, like as it's approaching you, like the the sound waves are shorter and closer yes. together, and then that's why it sounds lower pitched because the sound waves get spread out as you yep. get further away. Cool. Exactly. So just replace pitch with blue or red. All right. So, but. But what this guy noticed was, as he studied the galaxies, every galaxy is moving away. Every single one. Well, I uh, I shouldn't say every single one. There's there's what's called the uh, like the local group, which mm -hmm. is us, Andromeda, a couple satellites. We're gonna crash, mm -hmm. but everything else is all moving away from us. So he reasoned, okay, so if today or if tomorrow all the galaxies are going to be a little bit further from us than they are today. Mm. That means yesterday, everything was a little bit closer. 
So if you roll back the clock far enough, everything gets closer and closer and closer and closer and squishes down until it's all in the same spot. So that was the guy that first hypothesized the Big Bang based on that redshift. Yeah, just based on everything moving away, that means at some point they were all closer. So eventually uh, all that came together. And the bang, Big Bang, by the way, there's there's nothing, there's nothing hypothesized. Well, no, I can't say that there is because it's hypothesized that potentially it was a universe that collapsed in on itself and then explodes back open, right? That's the, like, it, it didn't necessarily have that in the beginning, right? Like, it was just that it started at the same place? Yeah, well, depends who you ask. That that's a tough one because there, there's a certain point that nobody knows. We we can see the cosmic mic- microwave background, so we know like pretty well up until that point what happened. That's almost like a, a baby picture of the universe, so we can see how the universe was at that point, Aww. and all of that stuff kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> hi, baby universe. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be so vast. Yes, you are, <laughs> <laughs> baby of the year. <laughs> Gotta get one to show. (laughs) If the known universe doesn't win baby of the year, I will kill myself on this live podcast. (laughs) Stop saying that. (laughs) Uh, So before that, what happened is highly debatable. It's, um, well, there's a lot of agreement up until like, 10 to the negative 43 seconds or something like that. Like it, like such a small, 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 I think they call it plank time. That's the, like the smallest time that there is. But I mean, Oh, that must be named based off of the amount of time that I can hold one plank. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yeah. You got to host sometimes. This way you can play with it. <laughs> yeah, I need that uh, in my daily life with my, my kids with my corny dad jokes. <laughs> it takes stupid jokes and make them good. Yeah, right? It's like the Rodney voice. It's I, I'm telling jokes that are threes tops, and they're a strong right. six by the time I'm done with it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, what did I uh, do with? Uh, plank time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as so, far as what happened before, so sorry, go ahead. You go first. What, what, yeah. how big of a section of a, of a second is that 10 to the negative 43 or whatever you said? Is that, is that a negative second? Like if you were. It's point forty three zeros one. I think is how it's written. Okay. And, and is that. So it's not negative, but it's it's not time equals zero yet, but it's okay. It's pretty damn close. Gotcha. All right, I wasn't sure if because it had the ne- oh, so the negative forty three means it's less than one, right? right. So if it, it was, well, yeah, it's, exactly, yeah. If it was forty three, it would have just the zeros. That would be a one with forty three zeros after it. Yeah, right. so it's a okay. gigantic cool, cool, number cool. that the other way. Yeah, math. <laughs> yeah. Teeny, 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 teeny amount of time. Okay. But, like, so that, what happened before then? Who the fuck knows? But what were you saying? That No, it's, it's... Yeah, like, it's all just... 
<laughs> we can only guess. Yeah. Like that, that, that science is just pretty much guessing beyond that point. Well, th there's another thing called inflation that, um, so just, just to kind of, uh, I guess, tie it all together. But when everything was real, real small at that point and then blew up into everything, mm -hmm. like it, it seemed like it happened multiple times faster than the speed of light in like a, a fraction, fraction, fraction of a second, like somewhere between that 10 to the negative 43 and 10 to the negative, I don't know what, what it was, you know, the, the eight or something like that. So like still in under a second that it blew up from being subatomic to being the size of something, you know, visible. I, I'm not even sure how, how big it was after a second, but like exponentially blew up. And the only reason that we think that is because there was a bunch of stuff after the big theory was uh, big bang theory was hypothesized. There was a bunch of stuff that didn't make sense where it was like, well, why is the universe pretty much a uniform temperature? Why is the mass kind of all spread out pretty uniformly? Why is all this other stuff to there's mon monopoles that like math, <laughs> not to get too into it, but math says that there should be magnets that exist that are only North and only South. For some reason. Oh, monopole. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. But why they don't exist, nobody knows. But there was one guy that was like, hey, you know what? If the universe all of a sudden just blew up to this huge size out of nowhere, that would solve all those problems because everything was then close together and was able to communicate. And then it blew up and it just maintained that same like temperature consistency and stuff like that. So everyone was like, Oh yeah, that makes all these problems super easy. That sounds good, and just kind of accepted it because it fit the math. But all right. like, do we really know? I guess we don't. But it makes a lot of sense. It's it, you know fits a lot of other theories, all, all that kind of stuff. All right. Yep. That's fucking neat. Now, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm clearing my throat. No good. But uh, this uh, this inflation. Was this also caused by the Democrats or? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs> the other side I can get uh, behind. So that that's where the uh, there's a multiverse theory mm. that there's some kind of hyperspace or, you know, uh, another level, another dimension of space where. The pocket universes pop up every once in a while. What are pocket universes and pocket dimensions? I hear that all the time. Pocket dimensions, I think I heard in comic book movies, but yeah, I don't. Pocket dimensions, I don't know. Other than okay. yeah, like that's where uh, the Fantastic Four travel sometimes. Okay, but uh, <laughs> for like pocket universes, I don't even know if if that's the right term, but just the idea that there is some kind of bigger space where there's an inflaton field is like the quote unquote inflaton that it's just. Constantly expanding and and <laughs> was that just a typo? Be... Somebody left the eye out of inflation, and they were like, "Well, just leave it. <laughs> it's inflaton from now on." <laughs> they just throw on at the end when they come out, like the the part of the the particle for gravity that's still not found. It's just hypothesized as mm. the graviton. It's just it just throw on at the end. <laughs> that's like the thing that causes um, nucleus or the the quarks and things to stick together and protons to stick together is the gluon. And they called it the gluon because it 
glues the stuff together and <laughs> particles have on at the end. So there you go. Glue on. <laughs> so what happened first? Was science already putting on at the end of everything or did old sci-fi movies and TV shows put on at the end of everything? And they were like, all right, let's run with this joke. Ah, art reflecting reality. Yeah. Reflecting whatever. One of those things. The other way around. I don't know. That's a very good question. Would, I hope science fiction first. I would, yeah. That's who I'm pulling for, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, like parallax, the whole reason that the whole reason I even clicked on that on the page was I was like, that sounds like a like a bad guy in a in like a '50s sci-fi movie, like the guy that's wearing like a cardboard box but all spray painted in gray, and has like little yeah, 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 um, like something like that, like. Oh, you you won't get away with this parallax and ah, <laughs> earthlings like he has a must. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the, he was uh, parallax was a, a Green Lantern villain as well in uh, DC comics. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. then that's that's probably why it caught my that eye. Name is yeah, exactly. But yeah, all the just put a couple of X's and things, and it just sounds foreign. And scary. <laughs> <laughs> that must be futuristic. Planet X. Mm, oh no. Even <laughs> <laughs> Carmax. It's a, like, what is this? <laughs> Do you know the whole history? <laughs> is it? Is it Carmax? The fucking like a car insurance thing or something yeah. like that? Oh, okay. Yeah, shout out Carmax. Carmax sponsor in the episode today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do a CarMax live read yeah. <laughs> every every episode until they fucking pick us up. <laughs> yeah. We're already plugging you. <laughs> Not my joke. I think uh, I think it was Dan Harmon's joke on his podcast, but he he was like, "What we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna do commercials for companies, but say horrible things until they pay us to stop." <laughs> so just that, saying, all that's like there is. Yeah. <laughs> No, finish, finish. <laughs> just saying out <laughs> wild outlandish shit about Nike or Reebok or something like that. Like horrible, horrible things. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's like the, the reverse OnlyFans where you pay, you pay me $15 a month to not send nude pictures. And if you don't, if you miss a payment, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I think reverse OnlyFans is a pretty good name for an episode. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's see, Parallax is so we about time. Ones. Uh yeah, we're we're starting to wind down. We're at about the uh about the ten minute mark. Okay. What we at? Uh, yeah. gluons, gravitrons. Well, gra- so oh, I, yeah. I, I did want to just kind of bring it back to like the idea of the big crunch is what they call it. The, the universe collapsing back down and expanding again. Um, that doesn't seem necessarily plausible uh, just based on the amount of stuff that's like, there would need to be a lot more stuff for there to be enough gravity to overcome the expansion of the universe, the dark energy. The uh, thing that we talked about with uh, Roger Penrose's uh, conformal cyclical universe, mm-hmm. that is expands, 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 and continues expanding. But 
I guess the observer kind of adjusts their position and zooms way out to where it seems like it gets smaller, but the universe is not actually crunching. It's more, it's more a trick with math. I mean, whether or not that's real or not, we don't know. It, it seems more likely that either this is it. It's kind of a one-time thing that this universe happened or that universes are born all the time. And it's not an uncommon event, but like it's, it's not uncommon for universes to be born. It's more uncommon for universes to be capable of supporting life. And then even more uncommon for universes to be capable of supporting intelligent life, I guess. Yes. And yeah, so it's just the same, excuse me, the same, uh, like as life anywhere in the single universe kind of thing. Like it's that's yeah. much larger scale because each, yeah, each planet 100%. is like a universe or vice versa or something like that. Yeah. Well, you go to each solar system, not every solar system is built for supporting life as at least as far as we understand it. Yeah. But how do like, how do you come up with the like, all right, well, maybe there's another one of these like isn't the isn't the universe don't don't we have enough universes like what? <laughs> <laughs> well if that's the case though if this is it if it's the only one why did it start where did it come from what what is the idea of is there a before because that that's the argument was always when people say what happened before the big bang I think it was uh, Stephen Hawking, Hawking that said, uh, well, it's like, go to the North Pole, stand on the North Pole. What's north? Like, there is no north of the North Pole, right. so there is no before the Big Bang. That's when time started. That's when space started. If that's the case, why? Why did it just randomly pop in and, and just so happen to have the various values for the different... Uh, fundamental forces that would allow for matter to exist in the first place. Why was there? Cause when the universe was created, there was both matter and antimatter both came into existence. And when matter and antimatter meet, they annihilate each other. Why was there just a slight touch more matter than antimatter that allowed for the matter to collect and create stars and galaxies and things like, like, so all these fine-tuned things, it seems really weird that if the universe is it, that it just kind of just happened that way. That would be either, in my eyes, that God is real after all, and he set it in motion, which doesn't make sense to me because then now God exists in some kind of reality, but how did that start? Who created that? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Or that this is reality and there is some, like, mind-blowingly large-scale structure beyond our universe where universes pop in and out all the time. So, like, just like a, a Christmas tree covered in Christmas lights, and each light is a is a universe or something like that. But imagine the tree is constantly getting bigger and the lights, new lights keep popping up. Oh, man. I I heard they cut that scene from uh, Men in Black Four, a very Men in Black <laughs> Christmas. Like that was supposed to be the 
the closing shot. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was the cutscene from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, oh, what was it? Uh, one more thing on that black multiverse theory. Nope, I think I lost yeah. it. I think I lost it. Uh, do I have anything else on here? Oh shit! Uh, cataclysmic variables came up with bi- on the binary stars Google, huh. and I think I think that's I think you kind of explained that actually now that I think of it because it that has to do with the uh, the donor. I think that's when it, when one star is sucking the other star off. Yeah. That's when that's happening. And um the yeah, so the donor is the one uh giving the <laughs> giving the particles <laughs> or the whatever the shit the star is made of and then and then the other one returns the favor. Yeah, that's and reciprocates. The donor's the one going, "Yeah, you take these particles." Take these. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's <laughs> right. Take these. Take these and give yourself a larger envelope. <laughs> you like that hydrogen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hydrogen's so hot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Okay, and that's what—that's ultimately what I'm hoping for out of this thing all the time. Is yeah, let's just let's, let's just make it gross. <laughs> <laughs> just make the universe gross. <laughs> Every Eventually, we'll make this all inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only a matter. Of, that's why we agreed on <laughs> like around yeah. an hour because the two-hour mark it's just gonna be. <laughs> It's just going to be Man, no, I... <laughs> describing an <laughs> eyes wide going... shut party in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Orgy. <laughs> that's, a... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a nice theory of relativity you have there. It would be a shame if someone made it about penises. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm 42. Yeah, right? <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, I think, wonderful. Uh, I think we nailed it. I th- yeah. I think we did a good one. This is a good one. Um, this is this is my favorite of the three. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good, because last episode was my favorite until we did this one. Oh, okay. So, we keep yeah. building. Yeah, yeah a, little bit, a little bit better now. And that's uh, that's part of the releasing the first six at once business model because you might start skipping. <laughs> so yeah. if we just get a little better <laughs> each one by the by the sixth one, you might make it all the way through. Right? We'll yeah. See. Hopefully, someone listens like when we nail it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, these guys yeah. are crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the best podcast in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, I don't have any plugs. I won't be performing anywhere. Uh no no you either uh I don't have I don't have perform we have socials yes yeah 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 we do have the socials we have uh, under the guise of science uh at uh Facebook and Instagram 
all one word. Science is spelt G-U-I-S-E. And then we also have under guys at Twitter. Also, you can email us at under the guise of science at Gmail or direct slide up in our DMs on any one of those aforementioned social platforms. Uh, and, and of course, uh, thank you as always to Fart Barf for saying, hey, you sure can use our song for your dope ass intro. Best intro in the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun. All right, folks, we'll see you next time (laughs) under the guise of science. Bye.